Hello and welcome to The Briefing in Summer Mode. I'm Tom Tilly, joined by Annika Smethurst. Who's, hang on a minute, she's just waiting on her pina colada to arrive. <laughs> uh, I wish, Tom, that sounds pretty good. But it's been a pretty busy summer. How about for you? We're both in a weird situation where we're trying to chill out, but we're actually both trying to finish books, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, and look, it seems like a really nice idea, taking a summer break, riding by the pool... But it's actually terribly stressful (laughs) have a lot of writer's block going on. A lot of you listening will be probably going back to work already. Or if you're not and you've got another week off, um, good for you. But I guess your mind starts switching back on by about this time, doesn't it, Annika? Yeah, it's always just shy of Australia Day where you start to think, oh, better get back into the work mode. It can be difficult, though. I know I've struggled. I love summer. And Tom, how do you chill during summer when you're not writing books and (laughs) being busy how do you actually relax um yeah i guess i stop reading daily news in the same way which is nice but i do still really enjoy reading over summer i always buy those sort of classic end of year you know the economist or the monthly summer edition where you do that sort of longer lens thematic reading what are the big trends changing humanity And obviously in 2020, that's been particularly interesting. There's been so much behavioural and social change to unpack. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Usually I open the paper and look at what I may have missed and stories that my colleagues have got and that I should have got. And that's how journalists work, right? We're quite competitive. Over summer, I tend to move, maybe start at the back of the paper, read a bit of sport, (laughs) read that long form stuff. It's really, really nice. I also try and read some fiction, which I never used to do Mm. a few years ago. And now I'm just loving as an escape. Yep. Totally get that. Well, we've sort of been trying to tap into that with these summer mode episodes where we're looking at the bigger picture stories and finding out what matters to you, our listener, and also catching up with these interesting people we spoke to throughout 2020 and see where where those longer term stories are up to. And we've got Maddie uh, with us now from New South Wales. Uh, Maddie, hello. You got in touch via Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for being part of our briefing community. How long have you been listening for? I started around uh, June, actually, um, just sort of <laughs> stuck inside and the most I could do was go for a run. So I just started listening then. Oh, nice. All right. Well, your favourite episode was a message from a young person with coronavirus, which was from August 21. And it featured a 28-year-old Florida guy called Marcus Tomoff. He got COVID and infected his parents, which was a real wake-up call. Let's have a bit of a listen. I had no idea that I honestly had it. There was no symptoms like whatsoever. Uh, I was working in a restaurant and then all of a sudden I woke up the 8th and I got pretty much no smell, no taste is how it started. And then after that, things kind of picked up. I decided to get tested that day. And then within an hour of that test was when, you know, everything started to unfold as far as symptoms wise. Two days later, my parents actually got it. And that was when, you know, the guilt set in. This could be like the end for my parents in a sense. How would you feel if you witnessed both your parents go to the hospital or if you had to witness that because of COVID? Or let alone, how would you feel that you could intentionally get people sick? They asked me to drive them to the hospital while I was still dealing with my symptoms. I ended up getting in the car, driving them. And as soon as I got to the hospital, you know, just seeing from my end, seeing the nurses having to pick them up from the car and take them into the, the hospital, the ER, it was just an eye-opening experience. You know, I don't think anybody wants to see their parents ever go to the hospital. It scared the crud out of me. 
it's not that AIDS could be a two-week thing, but it's what happens after COVID. Incredibly powerful first-hand account there from Marcus Tomoff, who was living right at the heart of the coronavirus there in Florida. Maddie, what was it that stood out to you about that interview? Were you perhaps not taking coronavirus as seriously as you perhaps should have up until then? Yeah, it actually kind of makes me feel sick just um, listening to it again. I have um, two parents that are aged in their 60s and I think around that time a lot of people were sort of not taking it too seriously. If they were younger, they were like, well, I don't really care if I get sick. How does it affect me, especially with friends and things like that? In New South Wales at the time, we're pretty close to Sydney. So some people were concerned while others didn't really care at all. I think sort of listening to it, made me kind of feel like what would happen if I got sick and then my parents did. So while I could be sort of okay, they, um, you know, could end up in hospital and really, really ill. Yeah, it really brought home that sense of responsibility that young people have too, I thought, because it's easy to, you know, think you'll shake it off because you're young and, and you're fit and healthy. But that sense of responsibility for the older generation was really brought home in that sort of graphic, emotive way he told the story. Yeah, it was, um, I guess it was like a massive slap in the face as well for a lot of people. I um, I told my friends about it because some of them weren't taking it too seriously. They, although that we could still go to a few things, they would do it straight away or some of them would um, maybe not stay that far apart as well. So I think um, a few other people could relate to it, especially being in your 20s, you do Um, have older parents or they're starting to get a bit older and a lot of what we're hearing in the media as well was about people aged in their 80s and 70s that were dying so it was really important I suppose to just hear how sick he felt as well so it was a big eye-opener yeah. Maddie thank you so much for um, speaking to us on this episode but thank you so much for listening to the briefing and and hope we can um keep you with us next year when we start up again on the daily episodes. Yeah, thanks, guys. And if you missed that episode, you can go back and hear the whole thing. It was on August 21st. And we've actually called Marcus back to see how he's going. Obviously, the COVID situation went from bad to worse after August. As we enjoy a lot of freedoms here this summer, America's winter has been frightening to watch. Yeah, it sure has. Um, Let's hear it from Marcus. Marcus, thank you so much for joining us again on The Briefing. How are you? Are you still dealing with symptoms? Have you been able to get back to normal life at all? Uh, I have. uh, Since we've spoken, um, I've still been dealing with some complications. Um, I've been in the hospital at least uh, about five times since we've last spoke, uh, just because of my heart and chest pains and a bunch of nausea and some uh, back problems. But since then, I've also taken up physical therapy, some uh, recreational therapy, doing a lot of working out, getting somewhat better. My weight is still the same. I'm still trying to pick that back up. I've been able to go back to work, uh, work a remote, both our two jobs, a remote job from home, as well as a job inside of a, uh, a restaurant. And then I also started a Facebook group for Florida. It's called the Florida COVID Long Haulers. Uh, we basically pre- pretty much became a support group uh, overall for COVID. So we have members that are actually have been sick since June, since March. Right. And then we have members that have been sick since like August. And we just surpassed 600 members, actually. Me and my partner are dealing with that. And we're just trying to get better every day. 
Marcus, we hear about this sort of long COVID where it's not just the initial two weeks people seem to think it is. Sounds like you've suffered from that, but how are your parents doing? Uh, parents are a lot better, um, a lot better, actually. They end up actually just uh, starting their retirement phase. My stepdad closed down his music store right after he got um, better from COVID. And then my mom is also starting her retirement phase too. So have you found mainly the members of your group who are suffering from the long-term effects of COVID are younger? Uh, no, actually it's all over. Um, I think our youngest member right now is about 22 years old. Other than that, they're all ranged from 20 years old to 30 to upper 50s right now. And the situation's looking pretty grim there now for winter, Marcus. How are people acting? Are they are they taking the restrictions and the advice seriously or, or are people just going about their normal lives? And, and also what happened over Thanksgiving? For right now, people are definitely taking a little bit more seriously just because of the, uh, the altering weather in Florida. It gets a little bit cold here. People are taking seriously because of the allergies and stuff like that, or just people get the common cold. So they're definitely taking seriously. The restaurants are taking seriously. The bars, the nightclubs here, everywhere in general is just trying to tighten up so we don't have a bigger spread. But as far as Thanksgiving goes, Thanksgiving was a weird one because instead of um, people getting grouped together, they all had to minimize it to like six to five people. Yeah, well, I guess it's good to hear that they were at least doing that and taking it more seriously than they were in summer. It's been interesting to watch it from afar, Marcus, what, what you guys have been going through in the US. And, and thankfully here, we've managed to avoid the, the real heartbreaking scenarios that have unfolded. As we sort of hit the end of the year and take stock, what's it been like for you this year? What have, what have you learned from this crazy, bizarre year you've been going through? It's been weird. I, I've learned a lot, you know, just overall about life, you know, how I should treat myself and obviously my health, not to mention just my health, but overall treat people in general. I saw a lot of ugly side of people and I saw a good amount of side of people. But yeah, it's it's been a rough year so far and I feel like 2021 20, might be a little bit better. New changes, new businesses, new, uh, new overall look at life and trying to figure out what to do next. And Marcus, it's hard for us to understand because we've been relatively unscathed here compared to the rest of the world. You've had COVID, your parents have had COVID. How much has it actually touched your greater community do the majority of people you know have they had it yeah it's been all over um it's crazy because i started the group and i didn't think much of it i didn't think how big it would get but there's a lot of people out there that just need someone to talk to and even working in my restaurant or working with my um you know my my stepdad's music store a lot of people reached out to me during my time of covid you know asking for help and support so it's it's affected everybody i mean not to mention mentally but physically and financially so a lot of people are heavily, heavily affected by it right now. Yeah, well, Marcus, we wish you all the best for the winter. And um, we really appreciate you speaking to us in August and now as well. We learn a lot from your experience. I think just just hearing a young person so heavily affected by COVID, I think it was a real, a real kind of um, enlightening interview for our listeners as well. And that's why we've brought it up again in this summer episode. So thank you so much for joining us um, both times here on The Briefing oh, yes, in Australia. Thank you for having me on. That was 28-year-old Marcus Tomoff from Florida, where life's still sounding pretty tough, Annika, although it did sound like he had some hopes for a brighter 2021. I guess everybody's hoping for that vaccine this year to bring us back to that old life that we remember. That is our briefing summer episode. Um, That's actually the end of the series because we'll be back to our normal daily briefing episodes from Monday, 6 a.m., 
We'll be back in your podcast feed with the latest headlines in the first half and then a deep dive on a bigger story in the second half. Can't wait to bring you that news. Catch us next week. A Podcast One production.